Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics. How you doing? Welcome to the Fantasy MD's baseball podcast. Today is Monday, July 11th, 2022. This is our 36th episode. And uh, if you guys have been enjoying the podcast, we just ask give us a little five-star rating, you know, on uh, the Apple and the Spotify. And if you're watching on uh, YouTube, we appreciate if you hit the little bell, subscribe, you know, get notified every time a new video comes out. And, uh, you know, throw us a like on there as well. Also, if you guys haven't heard, uh, Matt and I are doing a little giveaway. We're giving away four baseball cards in one set. Um, if you want the details, we have posts on all of our social media or, you know, just go back and check out the last episode where we broke everything down for you guys. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here with my brother, my co-host, Matthew Arne. Matt, how are we doing today, brother? Doing good. You know, it's a nice, nice Monday out here. Good weather. Just cooked on my Blackstone. Things are good. Yeah. Ah, what'd you make? Uh, it's called Loaded, um, loaded Broccoli Steaks. Oh, okay, okay. I see yeah. you out there. I see. So, you. so it's like a baked potato, man. With uh, but instead of potato, you put the broccoli and that do some chicken, bacon, cheese, Ooh, ranch dressing. All right, chefing and, it up, chefing it up. All oh, right, you I know, you, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I gotta play with the new griddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Matt and I are actually getting together, you know, this weekend. So we might, you know, do a little pop-up video or something like that. We don't know yet. We're not promising anything, but you know what? We're going to be together. So you know what? We might as well. And also we are showing down this week in our big money league. It's the Fantasy MD Showdown Week. Mm -hmm. So Matt and I are going to be battling this week. We'll pass on the results uh, to you guys next week. But we don't want to bore you too much with all of our personal stuff because you guys probably don't care. But we're going to go in with the finger on the pulse to something you guys definitely care about, and that is All-Star are snubs i know everyone's got one and everyone's a little worked up about one guy or the other you know but um so let's just get into it you know we got uh let's start off we're gonna do the american league first so the way we're gonna do this is we're gonna go through the whole roster and then matt and i are going to break down who we believe um was snubbed and, and i always feel you know if you're gonna say somebody was snubbed you got to take somebody out right so that's exactly how we're gonna do this today and uh let's just get into it so for the american league starters we got alejandro kirk from the blue jays at catcher we got Vladimir Guerrero, also from the Blue Jays, at first base. We got Jose Altuve from the Astros, second base. Rafael Devers, Red Sox, third base. Tim Anderson, one guy I was I know I was touting in the offseason, uh, shortstop, uh, White Sox. Then in the outfield, we got our very own uh, Aaron Judge and Mr. Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, and Mike Trout is the third one there. And then DH, we got Shohei Otani. Uh, let's move on to the reserves. Uh, the reserves is our another New York Yankee, Jose Trevino. Uh, then as uh, the infield reserves, we got Luis Arise from the Twins, Xander Bogarts from the Red Sox, Jose Ramirez from the Guardians, and uh, Andres Jimenez also from the Guardians. Um, the outfielders in the reserves is George Springer from the Blue Jays, Byron Buxton from the Twins, Andrew Benatendi from the Royals, Kyle Tucker from the Astros, and my boy Julio Rodriguez from the Mariners. Uh, then at DH, we got uh, Jordan Alvarez from the Astros. And then the commissioner select, which is new this year, um, is Miguel Cabrera from the Tigers. Um, and then we're just going to go run through the pitchers real quick. So the American League pitchers are Shane McClanahan from the Rays, Nasty Nestor Cortez from our Yankees, Alec Manoa from the Blue Jays, Framber Valdez from the Astros, Martin Perez from the Rangers, Paul Blackburn from the Athletics, Justin Verlander from the Astros, Garrett Cole from the Yankees, Shohei Otani from the Angels, Clay Holmes also from the Yankees, Emmanuel Classe from the Guardians, Gregory Soto from the Tigers, 
and Jorge Lopez from the Orioles. So that's the full American League roster. And I just want to start off, and I know we're talking about snubs, but congratulations to every single one of those guys who made it. Um, it's, it's an amazing feat, and I'm sure all of them are happy to be there. And you know what? Most of them deserve it pretty well. So um, let's get into a couple snubs. Matt, I don't know if you got any snubs ready for me, do you? Yeah, I do. Well, as much as I like Blackburn, okay, um, I'm going to say one thing. He doesn't belong there. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say that. Let me just throw this out there too, guys. I, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Matt's on board with me, even though we didn't talk about this. We're not big fans of the every every team has to have one representative. This is no no handouts. No, mm. this isn't little league. This is the major leagues. And the I know MLB shouldn't even have that crap either. But that's yeah, just me. Yeah, exactly. And I know that the ML, that's the way the MLB does it. But we're gonna when we do our snubs, we might be taking some guys out that are the only representatives from their teams. But hey, that's just how we feel. That's thing called tough tough shit. Yes, um, agreed. <laughs> so I'm going to say flat out Dylan Cease belongs there. Um, Holy not, agree. It, Holy he's, agree. He's absolutely nasty this year, and it's not even just because of fantasy. Like, the kid has been, you know, progressing to this level over the last three years, and quite honestly, like, I feel for the kid. He really, really should be there. And <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, dude, but I'll read off his stats. Let me just find them real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's upsetting. He's, he's been he's been lights out. He's been he's been lights out this year, uh, Mr. Dylan Cease. I'm 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 very impressed. I didn't think we were going to be here already. I figured you know we probably would have been in the in the low threes. Um, but here here's where he's got at so far: 92 innings. He has seven wins, 133 Ks, a 2.45 ERA with a 1.23 WHIP. To be completely honest, I did not foresee this. Um, I, he, he really cranked it into a whole nother level this year. The whips are a little bit on the high side for me, but that ERA, I expected to at least be like a 310, 315, not this 245. I'm absolutely blown away. And for him not to be on the all-star team is kind of upsetting because Blackburn, he's having a good year. He was a great waiver wire pickup, but I mean, Blackburn, Dylan, yeah, he's, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not on a, a Dylan Cease level. We know uh, Mr. Paul Blackburn, you know, he's uh, probably the best player on, uh, you know, his team. But that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, he once again doesn't deserve a spot in the All-Star game. I mean, when you pour the glass out into the sink and then there's like a little drop left, I mean, yeah, yeah. it doesn't mean it's the best tasting thing in the glass. It just It's okay. It's water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going to move on here. I'm going to go with another snub, you know, somebody that um. see now this one, some people might not agree on me with because I know a lot of people like Framber Valdez and he is having a great year, but I'm, I, I don't I don't even think he's I know Justin Verlander deserves it, but I don't even think Valdez is the second best catcher. I mean, a pitcher on uh, the Astros. I think that's Christian Javier, in my opinion. Uh, I'll get let's do a little comparison. I got uh, Framber Valdez's stats pulled up and they are good. Don't get me wrong. He's got seven. 17 starts on the year, eight wins, four losses, a 2.64 ERA, 109 innings, 96 Ks, and a 1.10 whip. Very, very good numbers. They are certainly impressive, and I believe he has um, a bunch of quality starts on the year as well. But let's innings? just um, uh, how many innings was it? Let me go back real quick. He pitched 109 innings, 96 Ks, so it was under a K per nine. So let's uh. Let's switch over to my boy, Christian Javier, who I was telling you all at the beginning of the season to pick up, right? Now, he's got um, 12 starts um, in 16 games, so he did come out of the pen for a little bit there, but he's got six wins, four losses, a 301 ERA, 74 innings, 102 strikeouts, and a 099 whip. Now, 
guys, you tell me those numbers are close, but I'm just, I'm leaning towards Javier by a little bit. And I just think, um, you know, he gets uh, snubbed here just because, you know, Framber's been doing it a little bit longer. He's more, uh, more of a, a baseball name. You know, people know about him a little bit more than Javier, but over the next few years, I think Christian Javier is just in line to be a, a stud pitcher for the Houston Astros. He's only 25 years old. Yeah. I mean, I'm there with you. I think the only reason he got it is obviously name, but also to the innings. That's why I yeah. asked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You pitch 20, 20 some odd plus innings over the over the guy below you and was started in the bullpen. You know, yeah, yeah. probably didn't qualify to even be in uh, and for the starting pitcher role because he was more of a relief to start the season. That's just yeah, me. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I definitely I definitely hear you on that. And that is probably part of the reason, you know, he did get in. But I, I just wanted to, you know, highlight Javier there because he's been he's just been on a roll lately. Matt, you want to tackle the next one here? Uh I think we got you. I think we got one of your boys here next on the list. Who's this? So we got, uh, well, Mr. Logan Gilbert. I yeah. think he totally, totally deserves to be in the game. And uh, the guy I was removing for him was Martin Perez, who's been a- absolutely hard over his last six starts. I know he had a hot start, but man, uh, I know he's, I think he is the only Texas Rangers representative on the team. So, I mean, I guess it's, fair enough, but still. It's a push in my opinion, because Gilly's been getting lit up the last like. Ooh, okay four starts in the last four starts he's only had one good one so let's do let's do a little numbers comp here let's uh let's start with your boy uh mr logan gilbert you know once again another young kid only 25 years old he's made 18 starts on the year he's got 10 wins only three losses he's got a 280 era 106 innings 100 strikeouts and a 117 whip i just think this kid's been uh lights out and i see a very very bright future in in store for him you know i i personally feel like you know he should have been an all-star so uh, let's go over to mr martin perez and uh check out his his numbers in comparison to Mr. Logan Gilbert. So on the year, Martin Perez, um, he actually, his numbers are looking all right. You know, 17 starts. He's got um, 2.72 ERA, seven wins, two losses, 106 innings, 86 Ks, and a 1.17 whip as well. So that numbers actually are kind of, kind of close. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you here. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I can understand why. Um, I mean, Wow, my phone just keeps crashing the app on me, so I can't really <laughs> bring up some stats. But I can say this: he uh, he definitely earned himself a spot. He's not as like you know so far outrageous. I mean, Gilly's my favorite out of the two, but yeah, I can see why he didn't get it. And to be honest, he just has fallen off in my opinion the last couple of weeks. All right, I'm done with my phone. <laughs> hey well fair enough but matt's got the haterade for the phone going on you know um, i just flung it like yeah so so let's uh let's keep it pushing and we'll keep it going here you know um we got uh, see now this is one that's a little bit tough for me as a yankee fan you know jose trevino has been very very good for us and i think it's more of um a baseball thing here, but I'm taking out Jose Trevino and I want to put in actually, and, and I might get a lot of hate from this, especially from uh, all of our friends, but I want to put in Christian Vasquez, man, because Christian Vasquez has been lights out recently. And uh, I, I mean, there's been great numbers. So once again, let's just do a little comp here. So on the year for Mr. Jose Trevino, he's played in 58 games for the New York Yankees. Uh, he's put up uh, 157 at-bats, 23 runs, 7 bombs, 27 RBI, a steal, 
and he has a 261 batting average. Now, once again, very, very good numbers. He's been very useful. He calls a great game, but so does Christian Vasquez, man. And he's, and this one is a little confusing to me. Might've been the New York Yankee fans out there just voting for everybody. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I threw in a couple votes for Trevino as well, but Christian Vasquez, man, uh, we let's, let's check these numbers out. He's got 67 games, 233 at-bats, 25 runs, five bombs, 35 RBIs, a steal and he's hitting 292. So that batting average is kind of just towering over Trevino. All the other numbers are kind of very, very similar. So my opinion, I, I would have probably gave uh, Mr. Vasquez the nod on that one. Yeah. Vasquez is good. Trevino. I don't really think he's full blown all-star capable, like there yet. Vasquez definitely deserved it. And we had enough Yankees on the roster anyway, we probably could have skipped over him. Yeah, I mean, hey, I appreciate all the Yankees being on there, but you know what? Sometimes, Amen. even even as a Yankee fan, and guys, you know, I just want you guys to all you know notice we're not we're not biased here. You know, we do love our Yankees, but we'll we'll even point out if a Red Sox been better than a Yankee, we're gonna point it out here, guys. You know, no biased opinions here, just straight uh, baseball facts. So we're gonna try and keep pushing here. Got another one for you. This one might be the most egregious snub of them all. Um, and this is somebody I called. If you guys listen to our, you know, our rankings previews going on, I called out Mr. Ty France as a breakout this year. And uh, oh Lord, has he done so? So if I want to throw Ty France on, I'm gonna take Andres Jimenez off once again. Uh, Jimenez has done, um, you know, a very very good job. But let's just uh, punch into Ty France real quick. Do you know what he's done on the year? Because he's been absolutely outrageous. I know he's been on the IL for a little bit, but let's just run through it. He's played 74 games, 291 at bats, 32 runs, 10 bombs, 45 RBIs, no steals, hitting 306. So I just think he totally deserved it. Um, we're not going to go too far into Andre Semenis numbers. He's been good on the year, but I don't think he's been nearly as good as Ty France has. Yeah, Ty France has definitely earned it. It's it's a shame, but you know what? It is what it is. Well, let me move over to the NL. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Let's go over to the NL. And this is another one that's kind of been uh, a little bit of an egregious one. And, and the NL pitchers are very, very good. But Carlos Rodon has to be on that team, man. He he has the highest war of all the pitchers in the NL. And uh, we'll just cover his uh, stats real quick. While uh while I got him up here, Mr. Rodone has just been outrageous. Another guy that I know Matt and I were high on coming into the year, especially after he got moved. Uh, so Rodone has eight wins, five losses, a 270 ERA, 17 starts, 100 innings, 124 strikeouts. That's outrageous and a 106 whip. And uh, I, I'm taking off Luis Castillo. I know he's been hot lately and, you know, he's got good numbers as well. But you know what? I just think Rodone kind of deserves the nod on that one. Yeah, Rodon has it's been absolutely lights out this year, and you know what? It's a shame. I guess they can't have everybody, but I just think the uh, the fans just you know go with the big names. He's not really like a big name. He's a baseball fan name, but he's not a like you wouldn't know his name even if he was sitting on a sitting with his face on the uh, on a cereal box or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, so I can see true, why true. he's not there. You know, it also is a popularity contest as well. Yeah, it gets to that eventually. So let's just move on to the next one. Uh, this is another guy that I, I truly, truly love. And I, I kind of – he started off the year as a reliever, so I took a reliever out to get him in, and that's a Spencer Strider, man. And if anyone's been paying attention over the past few weeks, this guy's just out there dominating for the Atlanta Braves. So on the year, Spencer Strider's got four wins, two losses, a 260 ERA, 
uh, 65 innings and 102 strikeouts in those 65 innings and a 097 whip. And uh, I don't know if I said, but I'm taking Joe Mantiply of the Arizona Diamondbacks off for, to get Spencer Strider on. He's just been lights out. He deserves to be on that team. I just think the um, Diamondbacks ultimately should just be removed from any <laughs> um, conversations. Damn, um, Matt, that was a big sip of haterade on that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I finished it, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I knew it. I knew it. I could yeah. tell. Um, but, you know, you know, when you don't produce quality team, you really shouldn't get any players in the um, in, the, in the actual uh, all-star game. That's just me, though. Yeah, and uh, we'll keep it pushing. We next up, we got another Atlanta Brave here, and that's Austin Riley. And I, I don't, I don't know how this guy didn't make the All Star team. I think this one is just one of the most outrageous out of all of the snubs. So on the year, Austin Riley has got 85 games played, 333 at bats, 50 runs, 23 home runs, 56 RBIs. He's even chipped in two steals, and he's hitting 282. And I'm taking off Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil's done nothing besides hit for a little bit of average again he's got no bombs he's maybe a couple I think I think they got the same amount of steals I'm just I'm taking Jeff McNeil off to get Austin Riley in there and if they don't find a way to get Austin Riley into this game I don't know man I might start protesting because Riley's been too good uh, Jeff McNeil Ugh. he's just on a winning team yeah he is. he's nothing wonderful I mean let me look up his stats real quick because yeah, go I- for it go for it might as well Maybe I have a lot of haterade going on, but I don't, no, I don't think so because I was I looking at his stats earlier. Like, it's just average, right? Yeah, he's just batting 311. But I mean, dude, you got 38 runs, four bombs, 35 ribbies with two steals. You're going to tell me you're a contributor? You're not. Austin really... Riley's got him beat in every category yeah. except the average, and the average is close. Like, okay, cool. You get on base, bro, but you're like the seventh hole hitter. What are you doing there? Like, yeah. I- I'm sorry. My left pinky toe has more stats than you. I- <laughs> My grandmother can step up to the plate and get more stats than you. Yeah, I, I don't, Dude. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know how that one happened. That one's, uh, that one's outrageous. But uh, let's move on to our last uh, snub here, and then we'll hit some news and notes. And I think Mookie Betts had to be in this game, man. And he's just been great for you know the the Dodgers this year. Finally, you know, showing getting back into that similar Mookie Betts form that we're used to seeing from him. So on the year, Mookie's got uh, sixty eight games, two hundred seventy six at bats, sixty runs. 20 bombs, 46 RBI, six deals, and he's hitting 272. And I'm taking Ian Happ off. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, Ian Happ's been okay, but he has not been on the level of a Mookie Betts. That's why I think it's a little outrageous that, oh, we got to get a guy in from the Cubs and the Cardinals and, you know, I mean, not the Cardinals, the, the Diamondbacks and all these teams that really don't deserve it, like the athletics, you know, get these guys that deserve it to be in there, even if it means you get a couple guys from the same team. You know, that's just my opinion here, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Like, Hap is having a better season than I thought he was. He's, He's doing good. well. Yeah. At tip for you, but, you know. Tip of the cap. But um, you're not an all-star. You're not even close. Um, you're He's having not a on good... Mookie Betts level. Wow. You're, you're an okay player. It's great. And you're on the Chicago Cubs. That's great. That's the only reason you're there. It's like, hey, man, you get a participation trophy. Yeah, it's like, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you know. I I know when we were growing up, they weren't handing out participation trophies, man. That you you had to come in first, second, or third, and that was about it. If you didn't do that, you weren't getting no trophy. <laughs> yeah, like it's like showing up to it's like when you bring your kid to the little league trophy thing and they finished in eighth place, and like it's like, yeah, why bother? Yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> 
All right. Well, with all that being said, guys, that's our all-star snubs. And um, we're just going to push into the news and notes. And Matt, you know, just cut me off if I'm rambling too much or is this something that you want to speak about? All right, my brother? Yeah, you're already rambling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So first one up, we got a big one here, man. And that's uh, Don Alvarez. He's headed to the IL with a hand soreness. I don't think he's playing in the all-star game. So we're going to see a replacement there. He's supposed to be back right after the break. But you know what? We'll see about that. You know, I mean, I, I hope I hope he is. Jordan's one of my favorite players. Just wish him well, you know. Got another guy up that we talked about recently that's been struggling. And now he's headed to the IL with a wrist discomfort. Um, that's Wander Franco. They're even fearing that it could be a handmade injury. And they're saying if it is, that could be six to eight weeks for Mr. Franco. And that's not looking so good. I actually just saw today that they're electing to have the surgery and it is going to be six to eight weeks. If that's the if that's the update, then oh, that's no. the update. I mean, yeah, if it's the hammy, it's six to eight weeks minimum. And that means uh, we're looking around September, maybe for a playoff push. I'd say in redraft, um, he's probably almost droppable at yep. this point. If you're if you're too banged up. Yeah. Matt, Matt's giving us confirmation. That's that's it. Hammy six to eight weeks. Five to eight weeks. Five to eight weeks. All right. So we got maybe a little bit sooner, but I think uh, be on the longer point, end. Yeah, I, I would say so, too. They're going to keep it safe. That's how Tampa Bay has always played it. You know, he's their young superstar. So, you know, he's probably going to miss closer to the eight weeks. I don't even know if we're going to see him again this year, as I was saying. Obviously, he's a hold and keepers and, you know, dynasty leagues. But in redraft, if you're too banged up right now, uh, I mean, it's almost safe to drop him. Yeah, it's a shame. Yep. So on that note, uh, I'll keep it moving. Brian Reynolds, Matt, actually check this one for me. I think he hit the IL. I think it's official that Brian Reynolds is hitting the IL um, with side discomfort. Um, as I was checking it earlier, they were saying that they weren't sure if he was going to hit the IL, but I think I did see an alert that he is going to hit the IL there. Once again, that's Brian Reynolds of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I would uh, keep an eye on that situation. Another yeah. guy that might, yeah, IL, right? Headed to yeah. the IL there. Hopefully. So, you know. Yeah, he might be back after the All-Star game. Uh, and he also is a guy that might be traded as well, but we'll see if the injury affects that. We got Nathan Avaldi he, of the Boston Red Sox. He could be activated this Friday to start against the Yankees. So, you know, if you got him on your team, make sure he is active. Uh, George Kirby was sent down to the minors. He, they said he's going to make a very short um, start for the minor league uh, AAA affiliate this week, but he should be back after the All-Star break. They're just trying to manage his innings, you know, and George Kirby has been pretty good uh, in his rookie year. We got Frankie Montas of the Oakland Athletics. Uh, he was dealing with that shoulder issue. He could possibly be back to start against the Astros this weekend, but that is not 100%. So, you know, uh, we'll keep you updated on that one. Guys, the guy I've been talking about for a while now, uh, Chris Sale, the, you know, the buy, the buy low window has almost officially closed. I would say before he makes the start, once again, if you can get him for cheap, he's going to be great. So he's lined up uh, to make a season debut Tuesday against the Rays. Uh, that's, a, you know, once again, uh, keep your eye on Chris Sale there. Uh, Chris Bryant of the Colorado Rockies, who has been on fire lately. He is um, going on paternity leave. He will miss at least the next three days. Um, congratulations, by the way, KB. Uh, Jeffrey Springs, this is an interesting one as well. Um, he's headed to the IL with right uh, lower leg tightness, but another guy who has not pitched a lot of innings in his career, and he's just transitioned to a starter this year. I think it's kind of like, a, well, let's let's say he hurt his leg and, you know, buy him a little bit of time here, you know, uh, co coming in the, after the all-star break, I think he'll be right back into the rotation. Then we got CJ Crone. Oh, I think he's, I think he's actually playing today. CJ Crone. Uh, he got um, hit on the wrist the other day, but I think he's back in the lineup today. So, you know, make sure you got CJ Crone active. 
with Merrifield. Uh, he was going to have an MRI in his injured toe. Um, X-rays did come back clean. Um, we're not really too sure of the severity of it. You know, we're waiting for those MRI results, and uh, we'll keep you updated here um, with, with Merrifield. Uh, Starling Marte is day-to-day with some grind tightness. I did see that he might be headed for an IL stint, but we're not 100% sure on that. Maybe the, another situation where they just want to buy him some time, you know, going into the All-Star break. Tyler O'Neill of the Cardinals, um, he did some throwing and took BP today. He was working his way back from that hamstring injury in the minors, and he got um, hit on the wrist by, I believe, with Stephen Matz in the, down in the minors. So he's working his way back. They said if everything is on the up and up, he could be back uh, towards the end of the week. Uh, then we got Brandon Lowe. He will, um, he's going to continue his rehab tonight. Another guy that was, you know, hit, um, he was dealing with the back injury and he got hit in the head on the, on the helmet last week, but you know, things are looking better for him. Probably see him back with the Rays after the all-star break. We got nope. Austin. Oh, what happened? He could be back Friday. Oh, there we go. Bang, that's, bang. So Brandon, that's what they said. Uh, as of today, there's possibilities that he's eligible Friday could be playing Monday. I mean, oh, could be playing uh, Saturday or they get him out there Friday. Oh, there we go. So uh, Mr. Mr. Brandon Lowe could be back sooner than we think. Then we got uh, Austin Hayes of the, the Orioles. He's day-to-day with uh, wrist soreness. And our last one here, I kind of wanted to leave this guy for last because I believe, um, you know, we should include him a little bit here in the in the waiver wire segment. We spoke about him a bunch of times before, and that's Kyle Lewis of the Seattle Mariners. Um, you know, he was dealing with another concussion, but, you know, he's going to get back in that lineup tonight uh, for AAA. Um, and uh, I think he's going to be back after the All-Star break. You know, that's what Seattle's saying. And I totally think if you have the room, once again, you know, the caveat, uh, I think he's this little sneaky sneak pickup, you know, uh, just my opinion there for Kyle Lewis. Yep. I've been holding him in my one league for like three weeks now. Um, you know, you just got to hang on and go with it. Just some bad luck. But, you know, once he comes back, he's going to be killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, with that being said, we're going to head into our waiver wire segment. Yeah, so we're going to go with uh, Nolan Jones first here, a prospect that just got called up by the Cleveland Guardians. And, man, this kid uh, is taking off like a house on fire right now. In only three games, he's had 10 at-bats five hits one was a double he's got a run he's got a home run four rbis uh three walks to two strikeouts and uh, he's hitting 500 so uh he looks really really good right now he has a great track record in the minors except for a little blip in uh 2021 but otherwise he's been really really good um in the minor leagues uh right now on yahoo he is only 19 percent owned so go out there and snag him he's eligible at third base once again nolan jones uh cleveland guardians prospect that just got called up and i think he He's playing the outfield, so he'll be out uh, eligible in the outfield sooner than later, too, guys. Uh, this is this is a big pickup. This is a big pickup right now. Yeah, he's killing it. I actually am looking up at his profile right now. He's actually from my area where I'm living now. Ah, there you go. A local. Yeah, he's uh, from Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Ah, there you, you go. Know, it's about like five minutes from me. That's what's up. So, uh, you know, nice to see you. You're doing some stuff. Good for you, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I think right now he's coming up hot. I think he's at least worth an ad. And then, you know, we'll see how the rookie rides and if he can keep and keep and stay adjusted to whatever the arms throw at him and, and see how he makes out. I mean, if he's going to start like this, you might as well ride the wave. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a little speed in them, too. You know, he's, he's known to steal a couple of bases. So it's a nice little power a speed combo here with Nolan Jones. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I'm, I'm pretty excited to see what he's going to do moving forward. Uh, I'm pulling for you, man. That's that's really awesome. But uh, let's move into our next guy here, and that's going to be Mr. Rojas. Josh oh, yeah, Josh Rojas. Rojas. 
Let me just get the, his... the, the super utility knife. The guy's eligible at about uh, eight different positions. Uh, I think he could even pitch two. Uh, I, I was just joking. I don't know if he could pitch or not. But he's uh, Josh Rojas is eligible at second, third, shortstop, and outfield um, on Yahoo. Yeah. Um, so good for you, man. You can play everywhere. Um, well, let me just have see. This is what happens when your phone don't work. Yeah, so I got you covered here, Matt. So on the year, uh, Mr. Josh Rojas, he's been hitting first lately uh, for Arizona as well. So um, he's got 34 runs, five bombs, 26 ribbies, seven steals, and he's hitting 288. Guy does a little bit of everything. If you need a little Swiss Army knife off your bench, I call him like a Luis Arias light. Mr. Arias, you know, as a very, very well known for that high, high batting average. But this guy, you know, a little bit speedier than him, you know, a little bit similar profiles. Yeah. Also, both both play multiple multiple positions. So his last week is is what's really dri- the driving force behind this. Um, you know, he he had six one eight two and four and batted four seventy eight. Um, over the last two weeks, he's batting four twenty nine, but he didn't have the counting stats last year last week. So I would say that you know what he's he's trying to turn it, make it a turn for the best, um, especially in like a deeper league or somebody that plays with corner infields and and all that wonderful stuff that's super annoying. Um, you can definitely take advantage of his hot wave right now and kind of fill him into your lineup. And let's hope that he can kind of keep it going. I think he's a nice little ad for now. Um, and he can cover you on a lot of people, a lot of places where people are having days off. Yeah, I'll throw this out there, too. He's 28 years old, so he's not too young. So the Diamondbacks might look to move a guy like this um, near the trade deadline. So don't be surprised if a team like, you know, Boston or, you know, the Dodgers or, hey, even the Yankees go out and uh, snag a guy like this from Arizona, you know, because uh, he winds up in a really good lineup, you know, maybe hitting a little bit lower, maybe like sixth. He's still going to, you know, get some RBIs, get some runs, steal some bases for, you know, a good team. It's possible. I'll just say that, you know, so if you go out there and pick him up, could, uh, could pay off in the second half here uh next let's go with let's go with our boy matt we've talked about him before on the podcast and uh you know new york yankee that's finally been playing every day that's mr matt carpenter and if you need power batting average rbis oh this guy's getting it done right now mr matt carpenter on the year uh he's got 17 runs 10 bombs 22 rbis he's hitting 344 he's eligible at first and second on yahoo he is actually only 22 percent owned and he's played the last i believe that's seven games in a row and he's just been on fire man uh, I, I heard he was working with Joey Votto in the offseason to get his swing right and uh, you know Joey Votto had a great year uh, last year you know he's a little bit older so was Matt Carpenter and he learned uh, I heard he was learning how to tap into that power like Votto did and it's, it's paying off big time if the Yankees play this guy every day I don't think he's going to keep that batting average up that high but if he could hit 280 the rest of the way with a, a lot of power you know he's definitely going to be useful going forward man you got to find a way to get a uh, Matt Carpenter on your teams guys yeah, he's he's definitely somebody that's that's worth this worth an ad. You know, he's a ride the wave, and honestly, too, with that lineup surrounding him, you kind of have to. I'm pretty um, I'm pretty impressed, and the fact that he has second base and first base eligibility is another bump in his direction. That mm-hmm. kind of makes it a little bit more of a value aspect of it, um, because I mean, second base really isn't that hot this year. First base really isn't that hot this year. So it's. It, I'm 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 very impressed. And let's go Yankees for scooping him up and getting. Him. Oh yeah, that was a great pick. I heard that the Yankees were actually the only team that reached out to him this year. And you know what? It's paid off big time for the Yanks. Yes, sir. All right. Um, let me get this up here real quick. All right, we're gonna move into our last bat of the night, and that's gonna be William Contreras. And yes, um, uh, Mister Starting in the All Star game took uh, Bryce Harper's uh, injured spot there. Uh, you know, at uh, starting at DH. 
Yeah, and you know what's funny is we've talked about him a few times. We have. And it's funny, too. The fact that he's playing DH and he's a catcher tells you what kind of bat he is, right, and how valuable he could be for somebody that doesn't have a great catcher right now because catcher is putrid. And the fact that he's only 45% owned. It's it's atrocious. Yeah, you're doing yourself a disservice by not picking this dude up, especially if you have a lower-end catcher. I'm sorry, at this point, if they haven't turned it around, you know, if there's somebody valuable of name, like, I don't know, like, and you're, I'm not saying to drop this person, like JT Realmuto, who hasn't really been, like, wonderful, right? You're probably better off scooping him up and putting Realmuto on the bench until yeah, he kind of yeah. figures it out. And, I mean, just, just this last week, from your catcher, I might add, from the catcher position, three runs, two bombs, three ribbies, batting 364. Yeah, man, it's it's just at the point where, you know, and even I know there's two catcher leagues out there where this guy's not owned because he's only 45 percent owned yeah. in Yahoo. So it's just it's crazy to me. Yeah, let's 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 get behind this. I mean, the kid made the all star team for a reason. Yeah, Him and, and his brother actually starting together. I think this said this is uh, the sixth pair of brothers to start the all star game His brother Wilson from the Cubs. You know, it's going to be pretty cool to see both the Contreras brothers out there. Yeah, I have some cool breaking news, which is uh, something exciting. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's about the All-Star Weekend. Um, Albert Pujols will pr- be participating in the Home Run Derby. For his oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. Also, I'll, I'll throw another one in there. I don't know if everyone's heard this one. Matt, I don't even know if you've heard this one. But uh, your boy Ronald Acuna will yep. also be participating in the, the Home Run Derby as well. So it's that's going to be, be a, it's going to be fun. Alonzo, I heard Stanton's going to be in it. So the Home Run Derby is going to uh, look pretty good this year. Uh, real quick, before we move on, I just wanted to throw out, you know, uh, Mr. William Contreras' stats on the year. He's got 22 runs, 11 bombs, 22 RBIs, two steals, and he's hitting 273 on the year. Um, this guy's going to be uh, their catcher for the future. Right now, you know, they got Travis Darno doing it uh, most days. But, man, he's 24 years old, and I think he's got a bright future for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, once again, that's uh, William Contreras. Guys, go out there and pick him up at catcher. I know there's a lot of people that can use him. So, let's move into the arms here, and uh, Let's start with uh, another vet. If you if you paid attention at all to baseball in the last 10 years, you've heard of this guy. And, man, he's having a little resurgence. Reminds me of uh, Adam Wainwright's uh, year last year. And that's Johnny Cueto of the Chicago White Sox. Man, he's looked so good this, so far this year. He's got 68 innings, 53 Ks, three wins, a 2.91 ERA, and a 1.15 whip. I know we've recommended him a couple times at this point. But, you know, if he's going to keep rocking and rolling, he's only 33% owned on Yahoo. We're going to have to keep bringing him up. He goes up against the Twins this week, a little bit of a, you know, tougher matchup. So um, we'll see how that one works out. I don't know if I'm necessarily rushing out to start him, but you could definitely do worse at the moment. You know, he's been out there pitching pretty well on the year. So, uh, you know, uh, and his last time out, eight innings, five Ks, the win, no runs, 0-6-3 whip against the Detroit Tigers. Looks pretty good to me. Yeah. You know what? Roll him out there with confidence, at least for now. You got to ride the wave with him. Um, Very happy for him. He's fine. Figured it out. Maybe this may be one of his last couple of years anyway in the big yeah, yeah. before he finally figures to hang up his hat and does it. So it's always nice to see the old guys that used to be good kind of, you know, figure something out man, for, for their last like year or two. Good for him. Um, yeah, fully scoop, him, scoop him up. But let's move on to my next guy. Somebody I picked up yesterday. Actually, no, this morning. Um, and that's um, Mitch White of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, it's not the greatest matchup tomorrow, but... He's somebody that's definitely worth the ad, in my opinion. And it, he's going it, it's one of those things where he's been pitching good enough to the point where I have to say, hey, you kind of got to just keep rolling him out there because he's got a 330, 338 ERA with 39 Ks on the season right now. So 
if he's having this kind of season, I kind of got to trust him that he's going up against quality teams and bad teams. And it's not just inflated, right? So uh, to boot, he has 39 Ks in 40 innings. Um, he has the one win and his whip is a one, one, five. You can't really ask for much more, especially from a waiver wire pick, uh, pickup. Um, he's pitched against San Diego. He's pitched against Atlanta recently, the White Sox, um, Philadelphia, San Diego, Colorado. And, you know, Atlanta gave him a little runaround and a little, and apparently the bad or the worst teams like Pitt and Arizona kind of hit, roughed them up a little bit with a 4.79 and 4.60 ERA against the White Sox, 3.86. Uh, uh, we call it Padres, 393, Rockies, 338. So, I mean, I'm going to say this. Roll him out there, and he's at least going to get you some value. He's not going to murder you, especially if you need to pitch and ditch. If somebody has like 8 million pitchers, if somebody just has the, 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 the vice grip on the K category, you know, this is somebody that you might be able to, you know, build it up and not get murdered in the ERA situation. Yeah, Matt, I'll tell you this. I really, really do like Mitch White. The more I look, sit here and look at his numbers, you know, he has a, a pretty damn good track record in the minors, except for 20 little blips in 2018 and 19. But other than that, uh, you know, even 2017, he had a 293, 73 innings, 88 Ks, uh, 103 whip. Uh, then in 2021, you know, um, he pitched good in the majors and the minors In the minors. He was even more dominant with a one, six, five ERA 43 innings, 53 Ks, one Oh nine whip. So, you know, he has a very, very good track record here. Once again, Mitch white of the Dodgers. Uh, the only thing, as Matt said, you know, I'm not a too big fan of him going up against uh, the St. Louis Cardinals here, but you know what? They, they are a little bit of a streakier team, you know, hitting wise, even though they got those good bats in there. So, you know what? I mean, as Matt said, he's only 12% owned on Yahoo and he's got very good numbers on the year, Mitch white, uh, you, you could you could totally do worse. You could go out there and, you know, start on this week and see how it goes. And you know what? If it goes good, man, ride the wave because, you know, as I said, this kid's got a good track record in the minors and in the majors. So, you know what? Mitch White could wind up, you know, doing some good things here uh, in the future. So with that being said, let's move on to our next guy. And uh, this guy looked great yesterday. You know, I know I streamed him in a couple of leagues and it uh, paid off for me. Actually, his strikeouts made me win by one strikeout in that category. And I pulled off a 5-4 win in one of my other leagues and it was beautiful. And I was very happy that uh, Jake Odorizzi of the Houston Astros showed out against uh, the Oakland Athletics, man. And his numbers on the year since he's come back have looked pretty good. You know, he's uh, only 26% owned Jake Odorizzi. Uh, on the year, he's pitched 42.2 in. Innings, four wins, 31 Ks, a 3-3-8 ERA, and a 1-2-2 whip. And I believe he ma- he's supposed to match up with Oakland again this week. So, uh, you know, he went out there yesterday and he got seven innings, seven Ks, no runs, 0-7-1 whip. Uh, you know what? Go out there and grab Jake Odorizzi. I'm not sure if I said this, but I'm going to repeat myself. I did 26% owned on Yahoo. Go out there and get him, guys. Uh, I, I really like – he's probably my favorite for this week. Going forward, I do like Mitch White probably the best out of the three we've talked about so far. But for this week, oh, if you if Odorizzi's out there, great stream, great stream. Yeah. I mean, it's all about manufacturing wins week by week. And Odorizzi's the guy that you kind of want to run and go grab over White. White's kind of more like a long play – Long play, like Don was saying. Yeah. But, you know, what's funny is Odorizzi isn't like a name that we all don't know. He had a very dark, he had a really nice darling season during the COVID year, which got him paid for the Houston Astros, funny enough. Um, he, you know, he kind of blew chunks last year, but maybe he's find, kind of finding that middle ground where he's not so horrendous since he has to keep pitching because they paid him. So, yeah. you know, he's definitely worth it. And with this matchup, I'm going to roll him out there myself. So, you know, that's yes, all to you. 
Yes, sir. I hear that, man. As I said, you know what? If you, if you can get him out there for that Oakland matchup again, I think he's going to be great. So let's move on to our last starting pitcher. This guy's a little bit more highly owned than somebody we've definitely talked about on the podcast before. But you know what? At 61% owned, I felt he was, uh, you know, just a right around the edge, you know, that we could throw him in here again. And that's once again, John Gray of the Texas Rangers, guys. Uh, we've been talking about this guy a bunch of times. We talked about him before we started breaking out. And guess what? He gets Oakland this week, too. So you know what? I think he's going to be even better than order is he this week if he's out there once again i know he's a little bit more highly owned uh you know than some of the other guys but i'll tell you this uh this pitching segment gets harder and harder every week to do but john gray of the texas rangers you know he's a big strikeout machine on the year he's got a 403 era 121 whip 82 innings 91 k's and you know um he's been better of late i say since um that start on June 1st, you know, he's been very, very good, you know, only a couple bad starts there, but he's had about five or six good ones in there as well. Uh, big, big K's, you know, he's had 12, um, as I said, on June 1st, he had 10 on June 12th, you know, in his last three, it's eight strikeouts, seven strikeouts and eight strikeouts. So, you know, as Matt said, you know, if you can get a guy that's really going to help you in that strikeout category, it's useful right now, you know, and, uh, once again, he gets Oakland this week. John Gray of the Texas Rangers, 61% owned. If he's out there, he's probably the number one guy for this week. And I'd say going forward, too, because honestly, I, I think he's going to just have a big breakout second half. Yeah, I mean, Gray has been fantastic. There's a reason why we talk talk about him. He has gotten lit up the last two outings, not for nothing. But I think, you know what, with pitchers, they all have their their turn. It's like it's it's somebody's turn to take the, take the, take the crap, and that's kind of what happened. But, I mean, it is what it is. I think this matchup is definitely worth it. Um, Oakland is absolutely horrendous. So, you know, again, manufacturing wins. It doesn't have to be cute. doesn't matter whether you win by a mile or by a, by an inch. Like Vin Diesel said, as long as you pull out that W, it's all matters. So, yes, you know, sir. if John Gray is going to get you that inch, let's get it done. But, yeah. uh, Tom, let's move on to those closers. Yes, sir. Um, let's talk about my boy Tanner Scott. Oh, um, yes, sir. Tanner Scott has been incredible. Um, I'm very happy that I was one of the people that scooped him up personally. He has, um, really, really shown his own, uh, getting that starting job for Miami. Um, man, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited right now. Um, here we go. So he hasn't, he had about, where's my saves? I see. I'm not used to, I'm not used to this stuff. So, it's all good, my brother. You got you, it? You, you, I got his stats it. here if you don't. Thank you, because this is driving me nuts. I'm sorry. Yeah, so so Mr. Tanner Scott, you know, ever since he's uh, snagged that full-time closer role um, in uh, Miami, he's been lights out. So on the year, you know, numbers don't look so great, but he's been better of late. Um, it's a 35 innings for Tanner Scott, four wins, 12 saves, 54 Ks. He's a big, big strikeout guy. 404 ERA and a 132 whip. But as I said for Tanner Scott, he's been way better of late. Those um, inflated ERA and whip is, is from the beginning of the year, but he's really settled down, you know, since, uh, you know, he's got that closer role. He's got one, two, three, four, five saves and a win since Ju uh, July 1st. And man, uh, I, I really like him. He's 51% owned on Yahoo for Tanner Scott. So uh, go out there and snag him, guys, if he's still available in your league. I would say, you know, he's uh, he's definitely secured that role. And I think he rides it out for the rest of the year for Miami. Yeah, there's no way he's kind of going to lose his job unless he gets hurt. Let's put it that way. Knock on wood. Fully agree with you, brother. He's really showing out for them. I mean, yeah, he's giving up a little bit of run skis, but I ain't really mad at it. You know, hey, saves are saves at this point, you know. Amen. Like I keep saying, don't matter how you get there, I get down and dirty. 
Let's do it. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we got a, a got another guy up next who actually just got the closer job, um, and that's a uh, Brett Martin of the Texas Rangers. This guy just uh has come into the closers role. Um, I fe- I forgot who was even closing over there to be honest with you, but you know what? It's Brett. It's Brett Martin's job now. He's got a uh, two saves. He's uh of the last three days uh in July eighth, July 9th, back to back saves, and he's got pretty good numbers on the year. He's got a three ERA, a one one five WHIP. Those two saves I mentioned, uh, twenty seven innings and twenty two Ks. So I'll say this, you know, I mean, as the moment, he's the guy over there, only 10% owned on Yahoo. That's Brett Martin again. Go out there and get him, guys. Right now, he's he's going to be saving games for the foreseeable future. They got some good matchups coming up uh, with Oakland and Seattle. So, you know, with Oakland just being, you know, not a great team, you know, maybe uh, Texas sneaks in a few wins there. And Seattle, actually, that's going to be a little bit more competitive. So those games might be close. They might win by a little bit. I think Brett Martin is a, is a great pickup right now uh, if you need a closer. Once again, only 10% owned. So go out there and snag him and now you know i keep saying this but i'll say i'll say it a little different this time around um you know if they're getting the opportunity then you got to kind of roll them out there um you know saves the save at the end of the day um you know it's one of those things where you you kind of just kind of roll roll with it um so we got one last guy here and that's oh this is going to be fun oh i want i'm not even i want to hear you say it um I like the tongue roll, right? Um, it's a I'll be Greg honest Polo. with you. I'll be honest with you. It's, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I, I had to, I, I heard the announcer say it the other day, and it's a Bruce Star Gratterall. That that's how we say this guy's name, and uh, he's a he's a reliever for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, you know he's a he's this guy's actually a highly highly touted prospect. He was supposed to be a starting pitcher, but you know it didn't play out that way. You know he's got electric stuff. He, I believe he throws over a hundred miles an hour. And here's the thing, right? Uh, Craig Krimble's been really bad. He's been really bad for the Dodgers. So you know what? It looks like they're turning to Mister Gratterall because he got the save, um, two inning save, um, on July tenth. Uh, you know, his numbers look great on the year. He's got a 3.35 ERA, a 0.97 whip, uh, three saves, 40 innings, and 35 Ks. So he even had two saves before the save on the 10th, which tells me they do trust him. Actually, one of those saves came on July 5th. So that's two saves within the last, you know, week here. Um, it looks like they could be turning to him. And I'll say this. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the Dodgers do at the trade deadline. I wouldn't be shocked if they went out there and got a big name relief pitcher to, you know, take over the closers role. But if they don't, I think this could be the guy for them. So it, 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 right now it's a speculative pickup. So if you have the spot and, you know, you, you want to bet on a guy that's going to be good and, you know, could possibly uh, close for a very good team, uh, go out there and get Gratterall. But if you want to play it a little safer, you know, go out there and grab uh, Tanner Scott or, you know, Brett Martin, as we just mentioned. But once again, Gratterall is only um, 11% owned. And uh, I think that I think there could be a chance that he winds up, you know, snagging that uh, closers role for the Dodgers and running away with it. And then if you picked him up, pays off big time in the second half. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gratterall is on a great team. And if he's getting the opportunity, you got to roll him out there, especially if you're desperate for saves. Um, you know, you don't want to burn, a, you know, pickup if you're limited on how many pickups you get in a week. But if you get six and you're hurting, you might as well just do it. What's the worst that happens? He gets an inning, doesn't get the opportunity, but he, he doesn't he helps bring down your ERA for the week. You know, but with the possibility of possibly putting in a high leverage situation, I think it's worth it. It's a speculative, but it's worth it. And it's not somebody that's going to kill you. So and I'm going to be honest, too. If you got two saves last week, 
I guarantee he's probably going to get at least one this week, and that's a W, and that that gets your pickup value right there. Yeah, man, I'm I'm agreeing with you on that one, guys. So you know what, uh, go out there and snag Ratterall if you're brave enough, and you, you know it could pay off for you big time in the second half. But you know what, guys, uh, that's it for the fantasy MDs for today. Um, don't forget to enter that giveaway once again. Go check our Instagram, Twitter. You know the videos out there of what you need to do to enter. Or if you know if you want, go out there and listen to the whole last episode. We got a whole bunch of other good goodies in that episode. We even showed off a few of the cards in that one. Um, and if you want the full details, I said like check out the last episode. But until Wednesday. Hey folks. Peace. See you.